You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today. Good day, church. May I invite everyone to stand up as we sing praises to our God. Let's feel His presence today as we claim His promises in this new morning, in this new day, that He will always be here with us, that we will never walk alone. And that we will overcome all the problems, all the hardships, all the situations that we have in our life. Because our God is great, He is victorious, and He will forever be. Let's praise Him.
God before you right now nawapoy pakinggan nyo ang dalangin ng inyong bayan Panginoon, hilumin nyo po kami patuloy nyo pong hilumin ang bayan namin, Panginoon mula sa karamdaman 
ng society namin, ng family namin, our personal struggles, God. Lord, sabi mo naman, our battles are not ours, this is yours. Panginoon, nilalagay po namin sa inyong krus lahat ng pinagdadaanan namin ngayon, God, lahat ng doubts, lahat ng fears. Lord, we submit to your will, God. Lord, lead us. Pangunahan niyo po kami. May your soft whisper be louder. Tulungan niyo po kami, turuan niyo kami, God, to always come near to you, Lord. It's your promise that as we draw near to you, you will draw near to us, God. Thank you. 
Yung sinabi sa Second uh, Chronicles 7:14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin, and He will hear our land. Yes, God. Father God, uh, thank you so much, God. Uh, Lord, sa paghilong, God, ng aming uh, bayan. Salamat po, God, dahil uh, ikaw po ang aming Diyos na buhay. Ikaw po ay uh, pinako sa krul para po sa aming bayan. Uh, Lord, God, thank you po sa healing, God, ng bayan namin. Thank you, God, for your goodness, God, because you are our Father. You are our healing, God. Lord, yung uh, bayan po namin, God, na um, salamat po sa pagmamahal mo po sa aming uh, bayan. And God, yung po, uh, yung bayan po namin naghihinagpis, yun na po pinagaling. Lord, um, salamat po and we I pray this in your mighty name in Jesus name Amen So uh, good morning Victory I sit down po pala muna kayo Sorry Good morning Victory Carmona and Victory Mangahan uh, I'm Nan Capino I'm one of the volunteers and here in Victory we only do two things to honor God and make disciples. For our announcement, uh, we're coming up yung worship night on November 6 at 5 p.m. And uh, yung meron po tayong God's Not Dead on November 6 then at 7.30 p.m. And ito po yung time of generosity. Let me read to you Deuteronomy 8.18. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is who, who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant, that he is worth to your fathers at is this day. Yes, God. Father God, uh, thank you for reminding us, Lord, na... You are the one who give us the ability uh, to produce wealth, O oh God. 
Lord, thank you so much, God. Without you, we're nothing, oh God. Lord, uh, keep us always, God, to be a good steward, oh God. Lord, lahat po nang meron kami ay galing po sa'yo. So, Lord, um, help us, Lord, na maging humble, maging uh, good steward po sa iyong mga pinagkaloob. And, uh, Lord, thank you so much po. And I pray this in your mighty name, in Jesus' name. Amen. morning po sa ating lahat. No? Welcome to our worship service. Dabi, iba talaga kapag uh, feeling nasa on-site service. No? That you could really worship God and cry to God. Iba talaga pag, pag iba yung feeling pag naroonood ka lang sa bahay. Diba? Na, na pwede mong ilagay yung phone or yung tablet then you can do you know, maraming distraction pero di talagang thank, grabe. thank you music team for that excellent worship that we have. Sige po. Dive in na tayo sa word natin today. My name is Pastor Elijah. So we'll continue with our series nearness. No, since we are now on week week 10. Yeah, week 10 na, week 10 na po. Uh, this is a continuation of the first week. Uh, first part of the series na trustworthy. So sige po, tayo po tayong lahat. We'll read uh, the scripture that we have. Isaiah chapter 49. Verses 8 to 18, so buksan nyo po sa inyong mga Bibles at, uh, or sa inyong mga tablet with you or phones. Uh, let's you read it with me please. Isaiah chapter 49, verses 8 to 18, and this says, Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor I have answered you. In, a time of, in the day of salvation I have helped you. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people to establish the land, to apportion the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out to those who are in the darkness, appear, they shall feed along the ways, and on all bare heights shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger or thirst, neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them, for he who has pity on them will lead them. And by springs of water will guide them, and I will make all my mountains a road, and my highway shall be raised up. Verse 12. Behold, this shall come from afar, and behold, this from the north, and from the west, and from the land of Sin. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt, O earth. Bring forth, O mountains, into singing. For the Lord has comforted his people, and will have compassions on his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman, her nursing child, forget her nursing child, that she should know compassion on the son of her womb? Even this may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you in the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Your builders make haste, your destroyers, and those who laid you will go, laid you waste, go out from you. Last verse, it says, lift up your eyes around and see, they all gather, they come to you. As I leave, declares the Lord, you shall put them all on an ornament. You shall bind them as the bride 
with us, shall we pray. Lord, thank you for the word that you have given to us as we look into the book of Isaiah, Lord, chapter 49, we're in. We are a covenant-keeping God, and because of that, Lord, we have hope for our restoration, for ourselves, restoration for our country, restoration for our family, restoration for our friends and families, Lord. Holy Spirit, fill each and every one of us. And Jesus Christ, hide me behind your cross. Your love, your grace, your mercy will be seen through me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pwede rin po tayong umupo. So, yun nga, no? over, over the past few weeks, no, we're in our, so parang 10th week na po siya. Uh, but it's a fourth week of this covenant keeping God, the nearness that we have. Nearness series, we'll talk about God's comfort, we talked about courage, we talked about drawing near to God last week. Now we'll talk about the restoration. And I hope and pray, ito po yung makuha natin by the end of this preaching, that we're, yung, yung covenant keeping God natin gives us a picture of restoration. How many of you are happy na gano'n yung picture? No? Na lahat tayo mare-restore, lahat tayo as children, as chosen people of God. But it brings nearness. God brings nearness to each and every. Yun yung topic natin last week, Kuya Bob preached, you know, yun yung nearness eh. Yun yung nearness ni God that God, we can draw near to God. That because we are chosen, because He, he chose us as people, God can restore us. And I, ito, yung, ito yung maganda sa, sa, sa preaching na to, no? I, I, When I was preparing this, sabi ko, Lord, napakabuti mo. Sabi ko, yun, 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 yun talaga yung, yung tumatak sa akin. It's because we're really undeserving. Na wala naman talaga tayo. We are just creature by God. Diba? Creation lang tayo ni God. And yet, He chose us and then He redeemed us, bought us back to have fellowship with Him. And because of that, a restoration can happen. A fellowship with God. Na pwede tayong makipag-usap sa Kanya as, as father. Pwede tayong makipag-usap sa Kanya or tayo kinakausap niya tayo as sons and as daughters. But a privilege, di ba, na grabe yung, grabe yung Diyos na pinagsasamba na pinagsasamba na natin. Di ba? That amidst of that picture of restoration na minsan nakaramdam tayo ng judgment ni God. Diba? Minsan nakaramdam tayo ng pagpapalo ni Lord. That amidst of those, alam natin na yung pagpapalo na yun, na yung judgment na yun, is not meant for us. It is not meant to harm us. It's actually meant for us to go back to Him. It's like the children of Israel, diba? Seven year, ilang years sila nasa wilderness. Yun yung, yung story ng wilderness eh. That God's judgment is not His final word. Yan. Diba? Yun yung, yun, yung, yun yung maganda that God's judgment is not His final word. It is always meant to bring restoration. Diba? Amidst na ginagawa sa atin ni Lord sa buhay, lahat, lahat ng pinagdadaanan natin, whether we are, diba? And whether we are, diba, uh, nahihirapan tayo dun sa relationship natin, sa family natin, sa asawa natin, sa mga anak natin, you know, we're just, you know, we're, how many of you are praying for salvation of your families? Diba? Na alam natin na, Lord, you know, in time, diba, when I pray, Lord, I, I'm in faith that these family members of, yung family members ko masisay. But that brings restoration to God. So yung book po na binasa natin, yung chapter, Isaiah chapter 49, no, uh, it brings nga a picture of restoration, pero 
it's just half of the picture. So yung pre-preach ko po nga, it's just half of the picture. So kailangan kong, ito yung mahirap sa ganitong mga preaching eh. Yung, yung good news na agad. Diba? Ito yung mga mahirap. Sabi ko, ito yung mga challenge na na preaching. So I need to go back a few chapters before. So we could have the, the whole picture. Bakit ba kailangan ng Israelite before, no, in, the, in the tail end of that exile, so nasa, nasa Babylon sila, pauwi na sila ng Israel, bakit ba nila kailangan ng restoration? Then we look into our lives, bakit ba natin kailangan ng restoration? No, ano ba yung condition natin? Ano ba yung condition ng Israel before? Bakit ba natin kailangan ng restoration? I need to go back a few chapters. So Isaiah chapter 42, verses 18 to 20, ang sabi dito, Hear, you deaf, and look, you blind, that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is blind as my dedicated one, or blind as the servant of the Lord? See, he sees many things but does not observe them. His ears are open, but he does not hear. So you know, yun yung, yun yung uh, position. Ng, uh, ng Israel. Yun yung position natin. We are blind. We are, diba? we are deaf. Spiritually blind. We are spiritually deaf. Yun yung position. That's our disposition towards who God is. Towards the, 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 the position of the holiness of God. And then po yung binasa natin, no? Isaiah chapter 49. So balikan ko lang. So ang sabi dun, a few verses before, ang sabi nun, and now the Lord says, who he, who, he who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, for and my God has become my strength. He says, it is too light for a thing that you should be, be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of Israel. I will make you as a light for the nations that my salvation may reach to the end. Of the earth. So remember, the position that we have, we are sinners, we are blind, we are deaf. And then, a few chapters after, ito yung ending natin, that we are light of the nations. So how can I go from point B, from point A, being deaf and being blind, na mga bulag at mga bingi daw tayo sa paningin ni Lord. And then, now, a few chapters after 42, to, ano, ilang chapters lang, that gagamitin mo ko as light of the nations. Anong nangyari in between chapter 42 and chapter 49? Now, despite of us being spiritually blind, despite of us being spiritually deaf, despite of our rebellious disposition before God, He will bring back His chosen people. That's the covenant promise of God that He will bring back His chosen people, that He gave his chosen people, a mandate to be the light of the world, to be the light of the nations. And then God will preserve His people. And this verse, no, I think, preach mo ba to, ano? Eka. No, ikaw nag-preach na to, no? During the light of the nation, week two. No, I, I, I gave a very good preaching nung, nung week two na yun, no? And, uh, sabi ko nga, excited ako, maganda ang, ano natin, ang uh, next generation of leaders. But that is you know, standing here in front and preaching the word of God. No, he, she highlighted before, yung preaching niya, yung bringing back and raising up. What does it mean to, to bring back and to raise up? No, there was, there is this story that uh, I always use. 
as an illustration yung bata na gumawa ng bangka na narinig niyo na ba yun sa akin no? or narinig sa ibang mga preaching yung ba, yung bata na gumawa ng bangka that is a picture of bringing back and raising up yung bata na gumawa ng bangka so inayos niya yung bangka napakaganda ng pagkakagawahan niya So ang ginawa niya, since bangka to, kailangan ko to matesting kung lulubog to, di ba? How many of us ganun, di ba? Kailangan natin testingin to, lulubog ba to o o aagos dun sa dun sa tubig. So sakto umuulan, merong sapa dun sa bakuran nila. So binitawan niya na yung bangka. So sinundan niya yung bangka. Tas nakita niya a few meters ahead, nagway yung bang, nagway yung uh, direction ng sapa, left or right. So nag so sabi niya, so looking on the tak dun sa takbo ng bangka, ah mukhang kakaliwa yung bangka. So ang ginawa niya pumunta dun sa kaliwa. Ang kaso by the end of that stream, may tinama ang bato yung bangka tapos napunta ng kanan. Sisipin mo. Huh? Tapos kung pagpaguran to nang napatagal na panahon, tapos kung pinturahan to, tapos kung pagandahin, tapos kung gawin as perfect as I as it can be, nawala lang sa akin. A few weeks After, nakita niya yung bangka niya, nakalagay, for sale. Nakita niya sa tindahan, for sale. So, ang ginawa niya, pumunta siya dun sa tindero. Sabi niya, boss, sa akin kasi yung bangka na yan, naiwan ko, na, nawala nung, nung pinaglalaroan ko, nung nakaraang linggo. Pwede ko bang hingin, na, hingin sa akin? So, sabi nung tindero sa kanya, binili ko rin yan. So, kung gusto mo, bilhin mo rin sa akin. So, siya ngayon, di kamot ulo siya, di ba? Bata lang yun. So, humingi siya ngayon ng pera sa magulang niya. Ang sabi ng magulang niya, pag-ipunan natin yung bangka na ginawa mo, na nawala mo, dahil ikaw ang may kasalanan, nawala mo, di ba? So, pinag-ipunan niya after weeks of, you know, sinira niya yung piggy bank niya, kinuha niya lahat ng mga barya sa paligid niya, Diba? Nabili niya na. And he was very happy. And this is what he said. I own you twice. First, when I made you. Now, when I bought you. And that is the story of bringing back. And that's the story of raising up. That God bringing us back to Him. First, He made us. First, He made us. Doon sa alabok na, bini- na hiningahan niya para maging tao. Then God gave them a choice not to eat or to eat the fruit of the uh, tree of uh, knowledge and evil. Adam and Eve chose to eat. Diba? It was a good... Ito, ito yung maganda sa disposition ng tao. Eh. Pag nagkakasala tayo, minsan alam natin na hindi kasalanan. Akala natin hindi kasalanan. Why? Because it is presented as something good. But it is presented as something good, as something perfect, as something better than what I have. Yun yung, yun yung akala ni Adam and Eve. That was, the, that, that was the lie that the enemy was sending to Adam and Eve. Now, you will be better than God. You will just like God, knowing good and evil. O, sino ba namang ayaw nun, di ba? Kahit naman siguro, sino sa atin yung nandun, Oy, pwede akong maging Diyos. Oy, that's the depravity of man. Oy, pwede akong talaga malalaman ko yung tamat mali. Malalaman ko anong itsura ng tamat mali. But yun yung story. It was the story of mankind. Then they chose to sin against the Holy God. A few hundred years after, 
God brought them back and paid by His own Son. It's a story of bringing back and raising us up. So in between chapter 42 and chapter 49, there's the story of restoration of God bringing us back and raising us up. And in verse 7, so ito yung nangyari, no? yun, yung, yun yung highlight ng verse na yun. Then in verse 7, it says, Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel. Wala, wala pang pangalan dito. Yung servant, yung Redeemer ng Israel, chapter, 40, chapter 52, 53 will say who's the name. But we know by reading on it, it's Jesus Christ, the second person of the Triune God. It says, He's Holy One, the one deeply despised, abhorred by the nation, the servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise, princes, and they shall prostrate themselves because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. Na yung future natin, yung destiny natin is being the light of the world. Yun yung destiny natin. Pero we have the disposition of being deaf and being blind. Paano natin matatawid yung chapter 42 to chapter 49? Ang sabi dito, it is because of the second portion of the triune God, Jesus Christ, the Holy One of Israel. Anong reason? He has chosen you. So pag tinignan niyo po yung katabi niyo, pag tinignan niyo po, ikaw yung sarili namin. We are chosen by God. Ang masama lang, na, the reason why God chose us, yung, ang masakit doon yung unang part ng verse. Diba? The, the, the person, the second person of the triune God will be despised, will be abhorred by the nation. That means if we represent now Jesus Christ, tayo na yung light of the world. Diba? Sino dito yung madaling, masasabing madaling maging Kristiyano? The verse is saying that we will be abhorred as well. The verse is saying that we will be deeply despised when we preach the gospel of Christ. But I hope how passionate we are in the political world, di ba? Kanya-kanya tayong ano, mga manok sa eleksyon, di ba? 2020, I hope and pray that the, the, yung, yung passion natin into di ba, pagkakampanya sa kanya-kanya nating manok sa, sa 2022, I hope that's the same passion or even more than the passion in sharing the gospel to the lost. I hope mas, mas, mas maganda yung, mas better yung passion natin because, you know, halo-halo na yung nasa isip ko. Because, diba, yun yung, yun yung, ano, yun yung reason eh, kung bakit, you know, reason why Jesus was, you know, yung, yung, for early disciples niya, ano yung early disciples was being chastised because of the sin of idolatry of the state. Akala, akala nila before and akala natin ngayon na yung mayiging presidente, siya na yung tagapagligtas. Pero hindi yun, hindi yun mangyayari. When uh, Stephen was stoned, pinapili siya, would you, di ba, kailangan mo bang sabihin that Christ is the Lord? That Jesus Christ is King? We have Caesar as King. But that's the sin of the nation of Rome. And that's the sin of the nation that we have right now. Idolatry. I hope and pray that, you know, 2022 will come again and election will come. How passionate we are in, you know, na mga kampanya. Or kung hindi man, I hope and pray that we are passionate as well. Or even more passionate 
in sharing the gospel to, to people around us. That's why the last phrase, the servant will work in and through his chosen people. Na hindi po tayo yung makakatawid from where we were before and from where we will be in the future, that we will be the light of the world. Hindi po dahil sa kakayaan natin, hindi po dahil sa uh, galing natin. It's because the second person of that triune God, Jesus Christ, who died for you. In verse 8, it says this. Ito, po, ito na po yung binasa natin. Thus says the Lord, In a time of favor, I have answered you. In the day of salvation, I have helped you. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people and establish the land to a portion and desolate heritage. So, mahita natin ngayon, din sa verse na to, yung past action na ginawa ni Lord at saka yung future action na gagawin niya. But remember, they were, they were sabi ni God that we are deaf, we are you know, blinded, spiritually blind, spiritually deaf, and then we are being the light of the nation. So anong ginawa niya? Kung paano tayo nakatawid from being deaf and being blind to being the light of the nation? Anong ginawa niya? At ano yung gagawin niya in the future? Ang sabi dyan, in a time of favor, I have, what? Answered. In the day of salvation, ano yung ginawa ni Lord? I have helped you. Ano pa yung gagawin niya? I will give you as a covenant to the people to the established lands. So the Lord now brings them to remembrance. Ito yung ginawa ko. When you were captives in Egypt, ito yung ginawa ko. Nag-e-enjoy kayo ng bandage, nag-e-enjoy kayo in doing sin, ito yung ginawa ko. I brought up restoration. I restored you. Between the journey of Egypt and between the journey of Egypt, from Egypt to the promised land, yung nasa gitna yung pinakamahirap, di ba? Alam niyo yung story, it's the story of the wilderness. 40 years silang nasa wilderness. Isang, isang uh, cycle ng tao, isang season ng tao, nandun sila sa wilderness. God is having them remember his unfailing faithfulness. Nakapag, pag, pag may pinagdadaanan tayo, hindi ko alam yung sitwasyon natin ngayon, pero pag may pinagdadaanan tayo in this season of our lives, maybe pagod na tayo physically, maybe spiritually pagod na tayo, maybe mentally pagod na tayo. God is saying, I am faithful. His unfailing, unyielding, faithfulness. Pero hindi pa natapos doon. Yun lang yung isang part ng ginawa niya. And says, saying to the prisoners, come out. To those in the darkness appear. They shall feed along the ways and all bare heights they shall pasture them. So hindi lang restoration yung ginawa ni Lord. Hindi lang giving them possession. Liberation. Diba? Saying to the prisoners, so we are being liberated from our sins. Kung, kung ano man yung past natin, kung ano man yung pinagdaanan natin in the past, kung ano man yung kasalanan natin nagawa in the past, God has already liberated us from that. Sabi, no? Sabi ko, Lord, ano yung ginawa namin para ma-deserve namin yung ganong pagmamahal mo? Ano yung ginawa namin para ma-deserve namin yung ganong grasya Yung mercy na binigay mo. 
that even our past sins, we are being liberated from it. Not because of what we can do, not because of our own strength, but because of your grace. And it was personified. The hope that we have, the hope it was personified in that cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago where Jesus defeated Satan. He defeated sin. He liberated us from our past so that we can do His purpose in the future. Jesus took the sin of those people that He has chosen. All those who believed in Him and on that cross. And then it brings us transformation. It brings restoration. It brings us possession. It brings us liberation. He brings transformation. These two verses, apat na agad, no? Sabi ko nga nung ginagawa ko tong preaching to, paano ko pagkakasahin yung 40 minutes in this kind of preaching? Itong verse pa ng Lord, sabi ko, ano na eh, parang kung, alam mo yun, yung comfort na meron tayo, Lord, yung past ko, it was paid by your, paid on that cross. Yung future ko was already planned. And the season that I'm going through, it's because of your unyielding faithfulness. Lord, saan pa kami lulugar, Lord? Na kung nag-struggle tayo ngayon in our season life na ah, talagang kaya ba akong iligtas na, Lord? Kaya ba akong alisin dito sa, sa lugmok na kasalanan? At God is saying, as chosen people, nilabas na kita dyan. Now you are not, you know, the righteousness that we have right now, the reason why God can see us is because of the righteousness that Christ has and not because of the sin that we had. Restoration, possession, liberation, transformation. And let's go to the next verse. Hindi pa po tapos yung story. Sabi dyan, They shall not hunger or thirst, neither scorching wind, nor the sun strike them, for he who has pity on them will lead them and by springs of water will guide them. It's a familiar story in that, diba? it's a familiar story dun sa wilderness. A story of the journey in the wilderness wherein two ultimate things na nangyari, provision and protection. A provision, mapagising nila, diba? nasa wilderness sila, wala naman silang gagawing trabaho. Ano yung meron? Pagising nila. Mana. Angel's food. The angel's burger siguro <laughs> Naalala ko na si Tegrelga. Angel's burger. Diba? Angel's food, mana. Nung nagsawa na sila sa mana, di ba tao talaga ganun eh. Lord, nagsasawa na kami sa pagkain ng, ng anghel. Iba naman, Lord. Anong pinadala ni Lord? Whales. Pero yung disposition ng tao as sinner, ikaw pa yung may karapatan, tayo pa talaga yung may karapatan mag-request kayo. Lord, sawa na ako sa binibigay mo. Di ba? That's the heart of the sinful man. Pero grabe pa rin yung unyielding faithfulness ni Lord. Sige, padalang kita ng kwed. Then na nauhaw sila, it's a wilderness, wala pong tubig doon. The first time, Moses was instructed to strike 
'di ba? Isipin mo million-million sila na uminom doon sa doon sa doon sa spring na napinalo ni Moses na sa desierto to sa lalabas ang tubig. The second time God instructed him to just speak to the stone but diba? Moses out of his anger strike again. Pero ano nangyari? Lumabas pa din yung tubig. Even even Moses was, 'di ba? Hindi Moses being a patriarch disobeyed God. Pero yung pa rin yung grasya ni Lord. But God is really giving us a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance in the spiritual journey that we have. Then He gives us protection and guidance. Diba? Nasa disyerto ka, pero kapag uh, naglalakad ka, napakainit, di ba? Pero merong clouds of, di ba? May clouds sa umaga, tapos may ilaw ka sa gabi. Na ikaw na matigas ang ulo, nakaka-experience pa rin. Eh. Na yung Israelite na patuloy na nagre-reklamo kay God, patuloy na nagdi-disobey kay God. Pero pwede namang sabihin ni Lord, itigil na kaya natin tong journey nyo, di ba? Pagpapatayin ko na lang kayong lahat. Gagawa na lang ako ng sariling ng ibang tao ulit. Mag-start na lang ako from scratch. But God is a covenant-keeping God. He promised restoration. The Proto-Evangelium in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. First promise. We're in from the line of Eve. No, yung tao, yung yung tao na lalabas from the line of iba, apaka niya yung serpent. That the serpent will die but in return, magkakaroon ng affliction yung tumapak sa serpent. Just, that's the first view of the the evangelism of God. Ginamit niya yung 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 picture na yon. That the Lord who is transcendent, the Lord who is infinite, who is the creator of everything, has restored his people out of his compassion under his care and into his bounty it's not because of what we have done it's not because of anong kalyang nating gawin but it's because of who he is a covenant keeping god who promised transformation who promised restoration then in the next verse have we gone Grabe na tong verses na ito. Lord, nung no, no, I was making this, panay ang repent po kayo, Lord. Eh. I made this, mga mga 3-4 days kung ginawa itong preaching. Na, no. So Lord, hindi ko, parang hindi ko na kaya yung, ano, yung, yung, yung nararamdaman kong grace kay Lord. Na, sige Lord, bukas naman. Ano na eh, parang kang, alam mo yun, yung punong-puno ka talaga ng, ng, grabe talaga si Lord, grabe magmahal, grabe yung grasya niya, grabe yung pag, pagpapatawad niya. That in spite of everything na ginagawa natin, araw-araw na rebellious tayo, na araw-araw na makasalala tayo, that in spite of everything, God is a covenant-keeping God who promised transformation, who promised restoration. Whatever past that we have, He promised that He will restore us back to Him as His sons and His daughters. Then the next verse is saying, and I will make my mountains a road and my highways shall be raised up. Behold, this shall come from afar and behold, this from the north and from the west and this from the land of Sayin. So verses 11 and 12 gives us a picture. So Isaiah is giving a picture of us, an illustration that nothing can stand in the way when God wants to restore us. 
So, ang sabi niya dyan, yung mountains are road. So, itatransform niya daw yung mountain ng, ng yung mga bundok ng, ng patag. So, ng daanan. And highways shall be raised up. Diba? Yung mountain before, yan yung mga sagabal, diba? Pag dito yung, ano, yung kwinentohan yung anak natin na ah, kailangan mong pumunta ng pitong pitong bundok at kailangan mong tumawid, diba? Ganun, ganun tayo magkwento dati. O ganun ako kwentohan ng mami ko dati, diba? Inakala tayo mga mga ano, advanced in years. Diba? Pero ganun, it, it, it's a symbol of yung blockage. It's a symbol of na mahihirapan talaga kasi kailangan mong Diba, umakyat ng bundok, bababa ka ulit. So, kung, kung gano'ng kadaming bundok, gano'ng karaming hirap din yung pagdadaanan. So, parang gano'n yung illustration. But God is saying, I will make mountains a road. I will move blockage if I want to restore you. So, minsan yung blockage natin, minsan yung mountain natin is our past. Na hindi tayo makaget over sa past natin. Na hindi tayo makaget over dun sa Lord talaga bang kaya mo kong i-restore in spite of everything that I've done in the past? In spite of everything na pinagdaanan ko in the past, can you really restore me? God is saying, I will make mountains a road. Then the next phrase, it says, and I will make highways, and, and my highway shall be raised up. So, yung highway na to, dati kasi pag may daanan, yan yung marker nila na, na napalaw nyo na ba yung ano? Ano yung pelikula ni ano? Orlando Bloom na lumang-luma na Kingdom of Heaven ba yun? Kingdom of Heaven. How many of you watch Kingdom of Heaven? Nung may nagtanong sa kanya, saan papuntang Jerusalem? So, ang sabi niya, dire-diretso ka lang dyan sa daan na yan. Tapos pagka lumagpas ka doon sa nagsasalita ng my French, doon ka, doon ka na. So yun yung parang marker nila, yung daanan nila. I remember when I was a kid, no? Medyo galapo akong tao. Lumakaya ako sa Manila, eh. So hindi ako takot hanggat, hanggat nakakita ako ng LRT. Diba? Hindi ako takot maligaw. Hindi ako takot gumala hanggat nakakita ako ng LRT. Kasi alam ko yung LRT po, di ba? mula monumento hanggang baklara niyan, hindi ka talaga maliligaw hanggat nakikita mo yan. Kasi isang jeep lang yan, mula dulo-dulo. No, ako po sa, sa Paco, ako nakatira, Pedro Hill. So, may, may, may LRT station. So, every time nagagala, malakas ang loob ko kasi alam ko, ay, hindi ako maliligaw dito. Hanggat nakakita ko ng LRT, hindi ako maliligaw. Kami naman pa, ganun din. Na, minsan Espanya yun, di ba? Or minsan yung, yung ano natin, Governor's Drive dito, di ba? Governor's Drive po sa atin. Hanggat nakikita ko yung Governor's Drive, hanggat makakatawid ako ng Governor's Drive, di ba? Ay, alam ko na kung nasan ako. That's, that, that sense of uh, na hindi ka maliligaw, that sense of security na pag nakakita ka ng landmark, ah, alam ko na kung nasan ako. Pero si Leo po, wala si Leo ngayon, no? Si Leo, pagka umaga po yan, hindi yan maliligaw, pero pag gabi na, yan, naliligaw na siya. Ayan, si Leo. Hindi niya natatandaan pagka gabi na yung dinadaanan niya, pero pag umaga, tandaan niya naman. So yeah, depende sa ilaw. Minsan ganun, depende sa ilaw. Diba? I mean, and then he changes from, diba, nothing can block my way or nothing, no one will get lost to, sabi niya dyan, behold this from afar and behold this from the north and from the west and this from the land of Sayin. So ang sabi niya, no distance can hinder me. Una, no blockage. Pangalawa, no one can get lost if I if I want to restore you. Pangatlo, 
no distance or no dispersion can block it. Walang makakapigil pag gusto tayong i-restore ni Lord. Not our past, not our present, not our future. And then he says here, a land of Sayin. Ito yung Sayin. So, ano to eh, uh, nung panahon nila, hindi nila alam kung saan to. So, alam nilang may lugar na Sayin, pero hindi nila alam kung saan. Nang sabi ni Lord, if I want to restore my people, not even an unmapped place in the world can make it. Diba? Kahit yung mga bagay, kahit yung lugar na yun na hindi natin alam, kapag gusto kong i-restore yung nasa akin, kaya niyang gawin. And that's the promise of God today. This scripture is not written for us, but it's written, it's not written to us, but it's written for us. Na yung, 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 yung aral na makukuha natin sa scripture, it's still a promise of God to each and every one of us. Still a promise of God that if I want to restore you, nothing can stop it. Not even the mountains, not even the highways, not even distance, not even places that unmap places. Alam ni Lord kung nasaan niya. That God will restore His people from different kind of places, from different kind of difficulties. Na kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan natin ngayon, in our family, financial man yan, relationship man yan sa anak, sa asawa, relationship man yan, work man yan, negosyo man yan, God is saying, I am a covenant-keeping God. I will restore you. That we are just in faith. That even if we're praying for health and it did not happen, lalo pang nag-deteriorate, praying for security and then na-bankrupt tayo, that even if it happens, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even if at the cost of their lives, my faith in God will not be changed. Even if, Lord, mawalan ako ng trabaho, that even if, Lord, yung negosyo ko, babaon na kami sa utang, kasi 2020 was a really a difficult year, Lord, that even if, no, itong pinagpipray ko, na breakthrough hindi mangyari, even if, Lord, I will continue to praise you, and I will continue to serve you. Then, ito na po. Verse 13, Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted His people and will have compassion in His afflicted. So, if I will summarize the verses, the previous verses. Restoration, possession, liberation, transformation, provision, protection, guidance. Ilan yan? Pito o walo? Yun yung covenant-keeping God. Siya yun. He promised restoration. He promised possession. He promised liberation. Transformation. He promised provision. Protection. He promised guidance. Na kahit 
Ang sabi ang sabi niya, diba, na pwede na tayong mag-rejoice. Yun, yun pa lang, pwede na tayong mag-rejoice. Lord, pitong bagay pa lang yun na ginawa niyo. Pwede na kaming mag-rejoice. But because of that past actions na ginawa ni God in our lives, in the Israelites during this time in the verse, but if we look on the past actions na ginawa ni Lord sa buhay natin, malamang natsika na natin yung lahat. Diba, if you are freed from addiction in the past, liberation. If you're now on a better status financially than you were you were 10 years ago before you were saved, possession. If 10 years ago hindi okay yung yung relationship nyo ng anak mo, ng family mo, ng asawa mo, then He promised restoration. Then kung ikaw yung tao na, Lord, talaga bang kaya mo kung try mong i-transform yung buhay ko? Na in spite of those sins na ginawa ko in the past, in spite of all those, di ba, na yung, yung, yung vices, yung, yung mga bagay na mali na sadya kong ginagawa. Na alam ko namang kasalanan, pero lagi kong ginagawa. Then where we are right now, it brings transformation. Because God is a covenant-keeping God to His chosen people. That nothing can block God's way Nothing can block God's restoration for His people. Neither distance nor dispersion or unknown places cannot stop God's restoration. That we can really celebrate. Ang sabi dyan sa verse, heavens and earth. So pag tinawag na uh, ang langit at lupa, nagsaklob na ang langit at lupa, tinawag na, no? Ito, lahat na yan, kasama na lahat at we can really celebrate the good things that God has done in our lives. I hope dito na natapos yung verse actually. Sana, Lord, okay na sana, pwede nang, ito na yung ending ng chapter 49 na kasi ginawa mo na to sa past, ginagawa mo ngayon and that's the promise you have in the future. Pwedeng tapos na, Lord, na-experience ko na yung presence mo in the past, na-experience ko na yung presensya mo today, and I know I am in faith, and I have hope that I will experience you in the future. But with the depravity of man, our sinful nature, the nature of us being spiritually blind and spiritually deaf, ito yung next verse. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me, the Lord has forgotten me. Grabe talaga ang tao, no? Ginawa ni Lord, restoration, transformation, liberation, possession. Tapos sasabihin mo natin kay Lord, the next verse is saying, Lord, inabandon mo ako. Kung hindi pa tayo kaltokan ni Lord, talaga sa tagas ng ulo natin. Diba? Na-experience natin in the past. Tapos ang next verse saying, Lord, iniwan mo ako, Lord. Ha, kung, kung, kung malamang siguro, siguro kaya hindi tayo nasa posisyon ni Lord ngayon, di ba? Sibi mo kung tayo nasa posisyon ni Lord. You have the power of everything. You have the power to do everything. Isipin mo kung hindi tayo, kung, kung tayo yun, malamang nagunaw na ang mundo, di ba? Malamang, ah, ikaw makulit ka, kunin na kita sa langit. Di ba? O ikaw makulit ka, dali na nga sa impyerno. Mabuta na lang si Lord yung nandun at hindi tayo. Where God is a just God. Grabe yung tao. A complaint. After all those things na ginawa ni Lord, we have that tendency to complain. That's our tendency as human beings. 
you know, parang anti-climactic. Nasa climax na yung verse eh. Na magre-rejoice na tayo. Tapos yung next verse, nagre-reklamo ulit. Diba? Parang tayo lang eh. Diba na, Lord, thank you dahil yung meral ko ko na wala akong pambaya, di ko alam kung saan nang galing na bayaran ko na. Tapos kinabukasan, pagising mo, Lord, yung meral ko ko, wala na naman akong pambayad. That was your problem yesterday that God solved. Yun yung problema na inayos ni Lord and yet, here we are today. Again, over and over again. Nagre-reklama pa rin kay Lord. It was really the unworthiness of Israel. The, our unworthiness that we are unfit to be Lord, to be God's people. And yet, in in, in chapter 49, sabi niya, just, it, 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 naman ni Lord, ito yung, kaya, ito yung ginawa mo. Hindi ba yun yung verse 42, deaf, we are blind. Ito yung kaya kong gawin in verse 49. Na kahit anong timbangan yung gamitin natin, talagang mas higit pa yung kayang gawin ni Lord versus sa ginawa natin. Pero ito pa rin tayo, nagre-reklamo kay Lord. Ito pa rin tayo, patuloy, nagre-rebel against the Holy God. Diba? Ang sabi dyan, you have forsaken me. Diba? It's just saying that, Lord, you are out of your out of your sight and you are out of your mind. You have forsaken me and you have forgotten me. Diba? Kung tayo yun, malamang, Lord, sige, kulit mo, ah. kunin na lang kita. Ang kulit mo, ah. sige, padalan pa kita ng maraming problema. But God, being a covenant-keeping God, this is how He responded. Can a woman forgot, forget His nursing child that He should have no compassion on the son of her womb? That even this may forget that I will not forget. Marami dito yung nanay na, di ba? Mothers. Na we will do everything, you will do everything para sa anak mo. Tama? Kahit anong kailangan ng anak mo, talagang ibibigay mo. I remember, no, yung when my kid was uh, mga six months to about a year and a half, two years old to. So, binilan namin ng crib. Binilan namin ng crib. Doon pa yung wife ko na sa pet mo. So, binilan namin ng crib. So, doon siya natutulog. Pero kapag umiiyak na, umiiyak na si Shaya. So, since na, ano siya, bottled, uh, milk bottle. So, so, ang tendency, kung ako yung magbabantay, papadadayin ko lang, tapos tapos na. Pero yung, yung wife ko, his mo- her motherly heart, nakukunin niya si Shaya, tapos itatabi niya pa sa amin. Sabihin, sabihin ko, oh, bakit nandito si Shaya? Sabi, sabihin niya sa akin, namimiss ko na kasi. Pero that's the heart of mom. Ganon talaga yung heart ng nanay, tama? Ganon talaga yung heart ng nanay, diba? Na kahit anong gagawin talaga, kahit ano gagawin mo para sa anak mo, Now, I remember my mom, di ba? I, I don't know if my mom is watching my mother-in-law. Ganon din eh. Di ba? I, I, I'm thankful to my mom. I'm thankful to my poor mother, mother-in-law, how she raised, you know, Carla. Mapit na ba Mother's Day? Ay, tapos na pala. Tapos na. Nala- Sorry. <laughs> Gumagawa po kasi kami ng preaching para sa Mother's Day next year. Ano ba yan? <laughs> tapos na pala yung Mother's Day. So, but that's how I'm, I'm thankful that sa, sa that here that she really needs to go through hoops and uh, she went nag-abroad kasi yung mommy ko just to 
no, really to augment the provision na binibigay na na na, na, na ng father ko. And that's how thankful I am to to to, to my mom. Hanggang ngayon po, ganun talaga nanay. Alam mo yan yung ugali ng nanay na hangga't kaya. 'Di ba? Hangga't kaya. Tama ba daw? Tama ba? <laughs> na hangga't kaya talaga ibibigay niya. 'Di ba? Yung isusubo na lang. Maskat ganun baskat. Tama ba? Nag-aggressive ka tayo. 'Di ba? Yung kahit na 'di ba? Kahit ikakakainin na lang ng nakakainin na lang nila kung nakita na lang may pangangailangan yung anak nila. Talagang ibibigay nila. But in in some circumstances, kaya tayo naiinis minsan, 'di ba? Pag may narinig tayo sa balita na yung bata iniwan na lang, 'di ba? Bakit tayo naiinis? Kasi hindi 'yun yung nature ng nanay. 'Di ba? Hindi 'yun yung nature na pinabayaan yung anak, hindi ganun. Pero at some circumstances, that could happen. Naiinis sa balita. Pero ang anong sabi ni Lord? 'Yun na yung greatest example na binigay ni Isaiah. Sabi ni Lord, yet I will not forget you. Kung yung nanay natin, like, sobrang hirap, di ba? Sobrang hirap natin na, na, di ba, yung lahat nalang ibibigay, pero at some circumstances, merong nangyayaring out of the ordinary, out of the normal. Pero ang sabi ni Lord, that out of the normal, masihigitan ko pa yan because I will not forget you. As chosen people of God, He will not forget us. Grabe yung gesture ni Lord, no? From Him saying na, eto ako eh, I can provide liberation, I can provide transformation. Tapos nagreklamo yung tao. Tapos ang sagot niya, I will never forget. The transformation of high, low, di ba? Tapos high ulit. Grabe talaga si Lord. God's unforgetting and unforsaken love is beyond human capacity. Nung sinabi niya, Lord, nalimutan mo na ako. Lord, pinorsake mo na ako. Pero hindi. Yet I will not forget that His unforgetting and unforsaken love is beyond human capacity. Walang makahigit. Kung gaano tayo kamahal ng magulang natin, mas higit pa tayong mahal ni Lord. Kung gaano tayo kaimportante sa magulang natin, mas higit pa tayong importante sa paningin ni Lord. And this is a testament. The next verse is a testament of how He loved us. Behold, I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me nilabas niya na yung kamay niya. It says there, the hands, ito na, nilabas ko na lahat. Ganoon tayo, di ba? Pagka, ay, meron kang pera sa bulsa mo, di ba? Ilalabas mo lahat. Bulsa, ay, kamay, di ba? Yung pinapakita natin. And that's the same gesture that God did. And, I, I, nung, nung binabasa ko itong verse nito, sabi niya, I have engraved you in the palm of my hands. It's a self-inflicted pain. It's a self-inflicted wound. Ito yung testament ko of my restoration to you. My self-inflicted pain and my self-inflicted wound. And that is the wounds of His love. That on that cross 2,000 years ago, 
ba? Nagpapako siya sa krus. In Isaiah 54, I preached, I think I preached this year, but it was the will of God to crush him. It was the will of God mamatay yung anak niya. But tayong magulang, yun dito yung papayag na pagka nakulong yung kapitbahay natin, nakaaway natin, sasabihin mo sa polis, kulong mo na lang yung anak ko para makalaya yung kaaway ko. Hindi mangyayari yun sa mundo. It will never happen in this lifetime. But God, out of His love for us, the Father, out of His love for us, sent His Son to die for your past sins, for your present sins, and for our future sins. But on that cross, Jesus said, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But on that cross, sabi niya, Ama, bakit mo ko pinabayaan? Why hast thou forsaken me? It was the sin of the world in that cross, in Christ Jesus, that the Father needs to look. Kailangan niyang tumingin, hindi tumingin kay God because the sin of the world was in Him. That's the promise of restoration. For, that's the promise of restoration that 2,000 years ago, He fulfilled what He promised in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 was fulfilled 2,000 years ago and I have engraved you in the palm of my hands. That when we go to heaven, we will recognize who Jesus is because His hands, yung butas ng kamay, yung butas sa kamay, nandun pa din yun. Yung stigmata, nandun pa din yun. It is a picture of ourselves being engraved in the palm of His hands. Prince of Preachers says this, that there is no place to hide before the Holy God but in the pierced hand of His only Son. Na hindi tayo ma, walang, walang lugar tayong pwedeng pagtaguan kapag nandyan na yung judgment ni Lord. Wala tayong lugar na pwedeng pagtaguan kapag nandyan na yung wrath ni Lord. Nandiyan, wala na tayong lugar na, pag, na pwedeng pagtaguan kung di sa likod ng kamay ng kanyang bugtong na anak. That's the only place we could hide. The pierced hand of His only Son. Then in the next verse it says, Your builders make haste, your destroyers, and those who laid you waste, you laid you waste, go out from among you. In verse 18 it says, Lift up your eyes around and see. They all have gathered. They come to you. As I live, declares the Lord, you shall put them all on as an ornament. You shall bind them on as a bride. It's a picture of you know, us putting you know, yung nakasal, yung wedding dress. It's a picture of that. Na, ito na, Lord. Ito na. But I like how Isaiah says this, As I live, declares the Lord. How many of us are happy? How many of us are magrabe yung saya that our God, the God that we serve is eternal? As I live, says the Lord, 
na hanggat buhay siya, ito yung kaya kong gawin sa inyo. Hanggat buhay siya, kaya ko kayong i-restore kung nasan man kayo. At hanggat buhay siya, kaya kitang pulutin kung nasaan putik ka man. Amin ang are happy that God is an everlasting God, that He never, na hindi siya namatay. Hindi na nandito siya forever, namatay siya, nabuhay siya magmuli. Grabe no, as I live, says the Lord. Restoration, He promised rest, He is a covenant keeping I was looking for a perfect ending in this preaching. Lord, is there a story? I was praying. The Lord, is there a story in the Bible that can depict everything na sinabi mo from verse 8 to verse 18? Is there a story in the Bible na, na yung sobrang sama ng tao, sobrang sama ng, ng ginawa ng tao that in Romans 5.8 declares that, you know, While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Sobrang sama. And I found this story in Acts chapter 7, verses 54 to chapter 8, verse 3. So basahin ko lang po ang sabi dyan. Now, when they heard these things, they were enraged and they ground their teeth at him. This is Stephen. But he, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. So Stephen, nung, nung uh, pinatawag na siya ng Sanhedrin at pinapakonfess sa kanya na hindi si Christ yung Lord, kung hindi si Caesar yung Lord, the idolatry of the state. Sabi niya, ito na ang last mong pagkakataon, babatuhin ka namin para mamatay. He looked into heaven, saw the glory of, the, glory of God and Jesus standing right hand. And then, and he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and rushed together at him. Then they cast him out of the city and stoned him. But there was a witness, one of those people who approved the stoning of Stephen. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named who? Saul. As they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling in his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. So binabato na si Stephen. Ito yung prayer niya. Lord, Do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So, namatay na. In the next chapter, Saul approved of his execution and there arose on that day great persecution against the church in Jerusalem and they were scattered throughout the regions of Judea, Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. Pangatlong beses na sinabi, but who? Saul was ravaging the church and entered house after house and dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. It's the story of Stephen and Saul. The next chapter, chapter 9, was the road to Damascus. Where Saul met the risen Christ. He promised transformation. Saul received transformation. He promised 
reformation, a promised redemption, soul received redemption. Meron ba ditong makapatay na ng tao? Meron ba ditong mastermind ng pagpapatay ng tao? This is the greatest sin that I could find in the Bible. Wherein he used the murderer, yung mastermind ng pagpapatay kay Stephen. Then the next chapter, God restored him. In the next chapter, God used him. And he was and he was the missionary to the Gentiles. Now what God is saying that whatever your past is, that if you meet Christ as chosen people, God can restore you and God can do his purpose through you. Or maybe you're that person na binab na binato, Stephen. Yun yung purpose ni Stephen mamatay. So that soul can see who God is. That in spite of every... Malamang si soul nagtaka yun eh. Diba? Ito na yung chance mo para makawala. Ito na yung chance mo para, para hindi ka mamatay. And yet, what was the prayer of Stephen? Lord, wag mong i-count sa kanila tong kasalanan nila na to. Or maybe you're that soul. Diba? You're that soul na... Uy, may, may pinagdadaanan yung kapwa nating kristyano, may pinagdadaanan yung family member natin, may pinagdadaanan yung, yung kapatid natin, kaibigan natin, and yet we're on the sidelines. And then, God transformed him, God transformed her, God provided healing, God provided deliverance, God provided restoration, now we're on that sideline looking, grabe yung ginawa, Lord, grabe yung ginawa mo sa buhay. The Lord, grabe yung ginawa mo sa buhay ng kapatid ko sa Diyos. The Lord, grabe yung ginawa mo na restoration. Na alam ko ito, kinala ko ito eh. Kaibigan ko to before, na grabe pa yung ginawa niya. Grabing kasalanan, magkasama pa kami sa kalokohan. Pero nakita ako kung paano mo siya transform. Nakita ako kung paano mo ni-restore yung buhay niya, Lord. I want to be restored as well. Whether you're Stephen or whether you are so God can use that situation in our lives for us to be transformed, for us to be restored in Christ. That everything that we have said today, we are never beyond the grace of God. Our sin was great, but God's grace is greater. Yung pag nakita natin na yung, yung posture natin na makasalanan na tao, na hindi yung self-righteous, hindi yung, hindi yung, ay, mas magaling ako sa kanya, ay, mas maraming kasalanan siya. The posture that we have is you know, towards the holiness of God, na kahit isang kasalanan man yan, hindi na tayo papasa sa kalawalatian ni God. The posture of seeing ourselves as great sinners, that I am a sinner, that my heart is being rebellious, that my heart is turning away from God. That I have violated God's holy word. That I am guilty of the sin that I have committed. I am guilty of the sin na ginawa ko. That is the truth. That our sin is great. Then we could now recognize the grace of God that was given to each and every one of us. That He is our great Savior. That 
the grace of our Savior is greater, that we are never beyond the grace of God. Na kahit anong kasalanan na ginawa natin before, God can still pluck us out of that darkness and put us in to the purpose that God has provided to each and every one of us. Whatever past, whatever lies the enemy is now saying to you, you are now children of God. You are now his sons and his daughters. We are now his sons and his daughters. Kahit anong kasunalingan man yan, kahit anong, diba, yung, yung lies ng enemy, minsan ganun tayo, that's as children of God, na meron pa lies ng enemy na sinasabi sa atin, but God is saying, we are never beyond the grace of God. That we have experienced God's judgment because of our rebellion, that despite of our inability to walk and trust in God, He remains faithful and He remains faithful to us. That we are undeserving, but God's promise can restore, God promises to restore what has been lost. His great love for us purchased us back, brought us back to be His sons and His daughters. That God's grace remains in spite of our rebellion and in spite of our unbelief. Kahit kano pa tayo nagre-rebelde kay God, God's grace will always remain. That we are in hope. That we will continue to restore. That He will continue to restore and make our lives whole again. Kahit anong kasinulingan ng enemy, kahit anong kasalanan niya nagawa natin in the past, once we meet God, met God, repented, turned to God, God can make you and me whole again. Not because of what we have done, but because of His righteousness that is in us. No sin is too great that God's grace cannot forgive. Maybe in, you're in that season right now. Maybe you're watching and then you're in that season right now. Na, Lord, kaya mo pa talagang patawarin itong kasalanan na nagawa ko or ginagawa ko today. But the question is, are you a better Christian not compared to sa kapitbahay mo, not compared to your victory group leader, not compared to your pastor, not compared to your mom, to your dad, compared to where I was before? then it's a right step towards God. It's a right step towards repentance. There is the song that I grew up, na laging nag-resonate sa akin. It says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I found. Was blind, but now I see. We'll worship God today as I ask the music team to come up. We'll sing the song Grace Enough. As we sing that song, we recognize natin, Lord, you're in that season na, na nasa kasalanan. You're in that season na, Lord, grabe tong kasalanan ko. God's grace is never enough. We are never beyond the grace of God. Or maybe you're in that season 
na lies of the enemies are now saying, ito ka dati, ito ka dati, ito yung, ito yung ginagawa mo dati. God is saying, you are never beyond the grace of God. You are now my son. You are now my daughter. Do not believe the lies of the enemy. Maybe you're in that season na wala ka pang relationship kay Lord. You're in that season na alam mo yun, yung basa na rin ako, magpapakabasa na ako. Ginagawa ko na itong kasala na ito, di gawin ko na ng todo-todo. Di naman ako kayang abutin ni Lord eh. God is saying to us, we are never beyond the grace of God. That is the grace of God. Kahit anong season ng buhay natin, whether before we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, whether we are in that season of sin, that season of backsliding, that season of repentance, in that season of the enemy saying lies in our ears, we are never beyond the grace of God. Tayo po tayong lahat as we worship God, we're gonna sing grace enough because God's grace is never enough. Let's sing that song.
disposition but in Colossians chapter 1 verses 21 and 22 it says this and you were at one time strangers and enemies in your minds as, as expressed through your evil deeds but now he has reconciled you by his physical body through death to present you holy without blemish and blameless before now presented as blameless, holy before our Almighty God. We just need to walk like one. Shall we pray, Lord? Thank you for the word that you have given to us, Lord. Marami pong salamat. Because of your amazing grace, Lord, we can have restoration. That you are near restored us as chosen people of God. Yes, Lord, we were strangers. We were enemies in your minds. But through the power of the cross, we were reconciled. Through the power of the cross, we can have restoration in you. Marami pong salamat, Lord. And as we go from this service today, Lord, I pray pray for peace and provision to each and every one. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious. May the Lord lift His countenance upon you and give you peace, Lord. Marami pong salamat. Amazing grace, Lord. Thank you. We receive your amazing grace. In Jesus' name we pray. We see you again next week as we conclude the series. Thank you and God bless you all. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.